You're listening to the King's Place podcast. kingsplace.co.uk Hello, this is Ben Eshmead and welcome to the King's Place podcast, a series of podcasts looking at the upcoming events at the North London venue. On this latest mini edition, I spoke to cellist Jackie Thomas from the Brodsky Quartet about the ensemble's forthcoming series of concerts in April 2012, where the ensemble tackles the complete string quartets of Shostakovich. I caught up with Jackie at King's Place to find out more. You've just come back from a photo shoot. How did that go? Yeah, it was great. We were doing a photo shoot for the cover of the King's Place magazine and we did a very interesting shot. Um, it's uh, of us all holding up a great big violin and uh, links into the to the Soviet aspect of what we're doing here because it um, it's mimicking the the iconic image of soldiers holding up a a big flag. Yeah. So so you're looking forward to this? It's quite a quite a daunting, uh, ambitious program of music. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the Shostakovich cycle enormously. It's some of my favourite music to play. I've been playing it since I was 11 years old when we first started the quartet. Shostakovich was one of the first pieces we ever played, number 11, and it very quickly became our favourite composer. And even now, the four of us, even though it's not the same personal as it was back 40 years ago, that we all agree that it's the, the Shostakovich cycle is one of our favourite things to do. We're very happy to be able to do it for the 40th anniversary. It means a lot to us, and to do it in King's Place is just heavenly because it's a great venue to do it all in one weekend it's so intense it's going to be an amazing weekend have you ever tackled either Shostakovich or any other composer in such a way yeah we've done close-knit cycles like this Bartok we've done in a sh- in a few couple you know short days and Beethoven similarly it works really well with the Shostakovich because the development of the composer is very clear to hear over the over the 15 quartets. It, it's an amazing set of music. Not one is like the other, although a lot of people like to say Shostakovich is repetitive. I actually feel that's not true at all, and each one of his quartets has an incredible identity. We've done this cycle in a weekend in several different places, and when we've done it, people have been... You know, more than pleasantly surprised, and you know, in fact, I've got I've been looking in some old emails of uh, fan mail since when we when we performed in Glasgow in the Glasgow Town Hall. This guy says, "I've been attending concerts since I was a youngster in 1960 or thereabouts, and I can say with confidence that this was one of the best I've heard or expect to hear in my life." Speaking with audience members, we regarded it as the chance of a lifetime to have heard you play these works. I cannot imagine hearing them better done, which is very nice. I'm playing my own trumpet, but even another one goes on to say, I was only willing, indeed a little wary, to sign up for the first performance. I was pretty sure I would be quartetted out by the end of the afternoon. Well, wild cats couldn't have kept me away from the evening performance and the rest of the cycle. I was mesmerized from start to finish fabulous so if that's not a a good invitation to come to the weekend at king's place i don't know what is (laughs) Um, i was looking at the at the program and it seems that most of the quartets have a, a really sort of nice story behind them um yes some do um starting with the first he he wrote it following the birth of his son and although he had 
already reached the fifth symphony in his symphonic output, he was quite tentative about tackling the string quartet, as a lot of composers are. They see it as a real milestone in their output to to write a string quartet, and of course they had the shadow of Beethoven to, to follow on and other great composers of the Romantic and 20th century. So Shostakovich was tentative, and the first quartet has a kind of childlike innocence to it. Then we move to number two, which is a real tour de force, but again, not, not really in the mode of the Shostakovich quartets as we know them, and it was really number three that establishes the, the identity of the Shostakovich quartets um, that, that became so much his sort of trademark. And from then on, it just develops, you know, becoming more and more complex. Number eight, of course, everybody knows, is a, in memory of the victims of fascism and war. An incredible piece, an amazing work, which is, again, very personal to Shostakovich. It was the first one in which he used his own musical signature, DSCH, and he called it his own epitaph. He said, if no one else will write me one, at least I've written one for myself. Later, the, the story behind the quartets becomes even more personal because he started to dedicate them to members of the Beethoven Quartet who had given the first performances of lots of his quartets and he became great friends with them. And following the death of the second violinist, um, he dedicated number 11 to that man. Uh, in posthumously and then went on to dedicate the uh, the next three works to different members of the quartet so that each one of those 12 13 and 14 has a real its signature for that instrument the 14th I, I love playing it's the one written for the cellist and is very much <laughs> led by the cellist and contains an incredible love theme from Lady Macbeth and it's it's quite a dark work but also unbelievably r romantic and beautiful in in parts and then the 15th is just it's like a swan song it really is even though he wasn't no one could be sure that he knew that was his his last quartet the cycle does seem to be completed at that point in so many ways not not only because the key structure of all the works has led you to that point um, and the 15th is six very slow movements some people say one more depressing than the other. I don't like to think of it that way. He, he actually said to, that the first movement should be played it so slowly that the audience becomes uh, unable to listen, wanting to walk out of the hall, wanting to leave, you know, through sheer boredom. And I don't think he really intended it to be boring, and it certainly isn't. He just meant that it gets to a, a place of stillness and calm that no one should be in a hurry to do anything, to leave, to th go anywhere, to think of anything else. And in fact, Shostakovich loved to sit in complete silence, especially, uh, particularly with people who he loved. So he would invite other musicians to his apartment and welcome them in. And just the relief of being able to sit with them and, and say nothing and just share the space was an amazing, that was for him, truly a peaceful thing in a world that was so difficult for him to live in. Why do you think we've got this love affair with Russian music? Why does that seem to be the thing that always draws people to the concert hall? Well, I, 
think it hasn't always been the case. Um, Shostakovich certainly has developed in stature in the last couple of decades. You know, he wasn't taken terribly seriously in the early, well, in the mid-20th century, partly because of his music being so tonally acceptable and accessible. But his it, it's become apparent through its sheer popularity that, that this work is not going to go away. I think um, in in this country we like to to see um, a suffering artist as well, and we appreciate that. Shostakovich was certainly a sufferer. He had to deal with all sorts of restrictions which were imposed upon him by the regime under Stalin, and he was limited by that, but also in some ways it helped him to speak because he had to show his innermost thoughts in a subversive way, especially in the quartets this comes through because the quartets maybe weren't quite as analysed and watched as his bigger symphonic works or the operas, so he could get away with being a little bit more personal, more heart on sleeve and um, showing his feelings. You said you've obviously played this whole cycle before or, or you, and before that you've, you've obviously played a lot of the works. Do you start making connections? Is it quite an enlightening process? Well, Shostakovich uses several motifs which have gone through his entire output and probably the most obvious one of those is the rhythm which is two quaves and a crotchet or, or even slowed down can be... Um, it, it can come in many different guises. It's the da-da-da rhythm. Da-da-dum, da-da-dum, da-da-dum. And even in the 15th Symphony, he goes as far as to quote the William Tell overture. Da-da-dum, 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 bum-bum. So it, it is a recurring theme, and it's it somehow, and became incredibly meaningful, In for instance, in the 8th Quartet, where it is thought to be depicting the dropping of bombs on Dresden, and the possibly the banging on the door by the KGB. Well, we had the honour to meet Shostakovich's widow, Irina, and uh, we took the liberty of quizzing her about this very personal motif that that was used so often by him. And she was quite evasive about it. She didn't mind the question, but she... She tried to show that it meant so many different things and it, it meant something, if you use the Russian language, it's the rhythm which goes with the words Almighty God and also Never Again, that's another rhythm which fits with those, uh, words which fit, fit with that rhythm. And in the end, and she said, yes, of course, the KGB knocking on the door was, was definitely at the back of everyone's minds and the dropping of the bombs but in a way in the end she said it's too personal really so it was it was um, just something that was part of him Jackie Thomas from the Brodsky Quartet talking about the musical diaries of Shostakovich a week of concerts where the ensemble will play the complete quartets runs from Thursday the 26th to Sunday the 29th of April I'm Ben Eshmade and you've been listening to a King's Place podcast for full details about this or any other event please visit our website kingsplace.co.uk tickets for all events are available from as little as £9.50 online and discounts are available for multiple events in this series thanks for listening You're listening to the King's Place podcast. kingsplace.co.uk